This is the Music Storm Podcast, where we discuss music from so many angles, from artists, producers, to listeners, but the main interest with the music industry as a whole. Today, we got Sam from 1st to 11. How are you doing, Sam? Doing well. I'm uh, thrilled to be here. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Like, probably listeners don't know, like, you, of course, and even 1st to 11, so, like, tell us about you. Yeah, so uh, First to Eleven is this band I'm in. We're in Erie, Pennsylvania. Uh, we do covers every week. We're a rock band and uh, kind of found a place on YouTube taking like these these pop songs like Katy Perry and Justin Bieber and everything and turning them into some rock band arrangements. So uh, so that's kind of how we, how we got started on YouTube. And uh, here we are some odd numbers later, fortunate enough to say we have uh, just recently hit over a million subscribers and uh yeah that's that's who we are that's who you are so like what do you do in the band sam so actually i started out my history i've known first 11 for a very long time right now i play drums for them but Mm -hmm. uh, when i first started i was just was like arranging the covers for them and i wasn't in any videos and Mm -hmm. then then i started playing guitar for them and then all these members so if anyone doesn't know we're all now we're all 20 but at one point in time we were like 14 15 and kids started going off to college and stuff so i just kind of filled in i filled in wherever they needed me but right now i'm the drummer (laughs) so how how's that shifted in your personal life i guess right has that changed a lot so i guess in my so yeah the the main thing was like um the the kind of like linear trajectory that people have right after high school Mm -hmm. Uh, you know at least in the states it's usually you go off to like a four-year college and you know, you end up doing some higher education. We had a, an offer from a record label right out of high school and we decided to take it. So, um, I mean, at least I think the others are, uh, I don't, I don't believe that they're, they're doing much in education. I've just been, you know, doing part-time stuff, but really for the most part, mm-hmm. that's like a pretty big state, especially in my family, it's a pretty big staple kind of, a, you know, you, you go to school then then, then you go to more school and, yeah. and then you go to more school. So, that was kind of a, an interesting thing. And I think that honestly, for the rest of my personal life, it's been nothing but uh, blessings, really. I mean, this really has been kind of a, a dream of mine for a very long time. So I'd be lying if I said I wasn't an incredibly thankful person for this. So Yeah, like, it's great that you guys started this band and this cover band, and it just blew up over the years. And it's pretty amazing just seeing how much like influence you guys have on social media as well, right? Yeah. Um, social media is, is, I suppose, strange because, I mean, you and I, so I, I don't know. How, how old are you? I'm curious. Dude, I'm 21. You're 21. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty much what I thought. So we both grew up with like the advent of the internet and social media. Yeah. Um, but I must say when I was finishing high school, uh, so like in 2019, I was like, you know, I don't know if I want to be a, a YouTuber. Like this is kind of strange. Like, and it, like I'm here, I, I watch YouTubers and even I was kind of like, yeah. It's kind of weird to be able to just be a social media person. So yeah. I've uh, I've learned to kind of come into a little bit more. I'm not as comfortable as um, the uh, the singer of our band is very, very comfortable and has a large, large social media presence. I'm slowly, I'm working myself up to like just being on the internet, I guess. But yeah, I guess to answer your question, it's been nice. It's been very fruitful, but it's also been a little strange. Okay, I get that. Do you think you'll be like, into that social media realm like the lead center at all or no maybe it's good so here I'll, I'll, I'll flip the question on you would you like i'm curious if you kind of had 
um, if you if you had that kind of like if someone just offered that following to you right now, but you know, kind of the caveat is like, well, you know, you have to you have to post every day, you have to kind of watch what you say, you have to. I'm curious, like, in your own opinion, do you think you that's something you'd want or not? See, so for myself, I'm in the field of radio, so a person that is a personnel in like the social media game, you would want that in a sense, but like, I wouldn't want like a crazy fandom like elite sooner, I guess, right? Because they're always on the clock, like every fan's probably DMing you like every single second, every minute, and you have to really be on social media like 24 seven and everything. So for me, I'm like, I'm at the verge of like, you can know me, but not like, I, I don't wanna be famous, right? Sure, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I think maybe we're in similar boats then because mm-hmm. I, I suppose it's also, um, I mean, I, I don't know, I guess social media to me is not, um, it's not, really good proxy for real life but i know i'm not saying anything groundbreaking by saying that i just think it's a little bit kind of um it's a little bit jaded sometimes to, to oh, say yeah. something like but you know I, again yeah so i will say social media because youtube i guess is social i don't really think of it as that often but so youtube is social media and that is how really most of the opportunities in my life have opened up so maybe i should really just kind of learn to be more receptive to it but i think that i the like influencer, um, just prof- or profession, I guess you'd call it, is like a little disenchanting to me. But you know, I I have no judgment whatsoever. People who can make it work. Okay, I, I get you with that for sure. Yeah. Also, yeah. now going back on like you with drumming and everything. Let's go to the very beginning. Like, what got you into music? The drumming, your influences for drumming. Sure. Um, well, got me into music. I've, I was trained as a, as a, as a guitarist and a pianist first before I played drums. And then, um, it was really just, I mean, it's the very classic, like I saw my older brother playing, I wanted to play great. I got into it. I was probably like six or seven. And, uh, as far as influences go, I was raised on like the on rock music, really. I mean, like I was raised on like Take Max Sunday and brand new and like Newfound Glory and stuff. But, um, Drumming influences, uh, I really like the drumming. Uh, it's so sad, I can't remember the person's name. He drums for a band called Phoenix. They're like a pop band, but he, in a pop band, puts in these crazy, like, polyrhythms and just, like, like almost overly, you could say, kind of, like, or not for the genre kind of mm-hmm. feels. And it's very, uh, it kind of makes you forget that you're you're listening to something. It's probably pretty, pretty complicated, but, like, it's a pop band setting. It's pretty awesome. Um I don't know other influence a lot of my influences for like all my piano playing has all just been like classical and jazz that's all I really grew up playing for that then guitar was I would say biggest influence would have probably been taking Max Sunday I think most of the stuff that they wrote was very like you can hear it shine through pretty clearly if I like named a cover or something by first 11 that I arranged you could probably be like yeah that that sounds like something like taking Max Sunday would do yeah I like that how about like family wise for you, like in drumming, are they very like influential with you, I guess, or no? Uh, okay. So my, my dad grew up playing drums too. He's a bit of a musician. Um, I, I think, I think honestly, my family was very supportive in like anything that I wanted to do when I was growing up, they would have guided me. there. So if I wanted to say like, I really want to be a firefighter mom and dad, they would have been like, okay, like, you know, we don't actually know a ton about that, but let's like, let's set you up with what you need. It just so happens that they both happen to know a little bit of music. So when I said I really want to do music, they were like, we know exactly what to do. Like, 
it, we had some equipment and everything. Um, they've been nothing but supportive. And actually, crazy enough, I don't even know if I've, I've said this on any podcast or interview, but my family, along with, have you ever heard of this band called Tally Hall before? Tally Hall. I've heard the name, but I don't know them personally. Sure. So it was between my family and the a gentleman named Ross, who plays a band called Tally Hall. They were the ones who actually convinced me to uh, go through with the record deal, which is so funny because a lot of parents, I think, or families would be very, you know, just have that kind of linear trajectory, as I mentioned earlier. But they were very like, you know what, you really should consider this. You've worked you know, considerably hard at this. So I, again, have nothing but good things to say for my my home life with music. I like that. I love that. And a lot of artists I've talked to and also like musicians with the balance with music and like family and everything, if they've done music, they're pretty supportive, I think, with a lot of families, yeah. right? You think? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I guess it also helps that like, um, I, it, you know, it sounds weird, but just like it is the certain genres of music are a bit more stigmatized. Like I was getting tattoos and piercings when I was like 14 years old, which, you know, it's like, and that's just different. And those are the people that I listened to growing up. So maybe it's, uh, I, I can't explain that one, but I, for some reason, I, or I didn't like dress in that aesthetic. Again, I don't know why, because I really love that music, but I think maybe if I had started to, like, maybe if I, if I was like, you know, mom, dad, I want to get gauges and leave the house and go tour Europe right now. They Maybe they would have been <laughs> less supportive, but I think because they're like, you know, honey, you can go record a cover on YouTube after school if you want to, just make sure your homework's done by nine. And I was like, yeah. you know what? Okay. I think it's like, what exactly were they going to, uh, to, to have a fit about? Right. Uh, if you're yeah. balancing out like life and school and everything, they're fine. You're doing great, I guess. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. That I don't think. I mean, there, I'm. Try, I think there might have been like a few small instances where, like, you know, for like recording records or or playing shows where I might have had to miss like uh, a wedding or Christmas or something, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna put our foot down here. Like, we know music's your life, but you know, you have a life before music too." But um, man, I almost feel like I'm giving you uninteresting podcast material here because I I'm just like. You know what? I had a great family growing up with this. Dude, that's fine. I'm not going to ask you like, hey, deep, dark stuff, right? This is all music <laughs> stuff, dude. So, Do you, do you play at all? Yourself? I don't play. I'm a concert photographer. So that's Very what cool. I go to for concerts and everything. But as for like musician and that kind of stuff, I did play guitar when I was in like high school, maybe like one guitar class. But other than that, I'm not a musician at all. But Okay, cool. Where what's like your favorite show you've gotten to to take photos? Of? Oh, there's so many shows, man. I I just love just going to concerts. But if I had to say like my favorite show, I would say my last show before COVID, my biggest one would be Alex on Fire. And those guys are great. I love Alex on Fire. Yeah. Those guys are phenomenal. Yeah, I love those guys. Have you? How many shows have you gone to your concerts wise? Uh, I've been to, I'm pretty, pretty selective with the shows I go to actually. Um, I can't say I've probably been more to, I can't say I've been to any more than like maybe 15 shows or something in my life, which actually is not, not a tremendous amount, but the shows I went to were all very, like, I went to go see like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I went to go see Bring Me the Horizon. I went to go see Brand New, Take My Excel, like bands that I was like, I really would just love to spend money to see these guys. I also loved Warp Tour. I love Oh, Tour. I wanted to go see Warp Tour, but it's closed now, so. Yeah, I know. Mm. You didn't get to see it before it closed? No, dude. That 
when uh, I first found out about Warp Tour is when it closed. Oh, bummer, dude. Yeah. That it Warp Tour is great. Um, and actually, I am fingers crossed. I'm supposed to be seeing Bring Me the Horizon next fall in London. Me and my friend are planning. Uh, actually, it's a friend of mine who, you know, believe it or not, actually was a member of first 11 before i was a member of first to 11 mm. uh, him and i are going to go see bring me the horizon in london hopefully in fall so that's cool yeah. i can't wait like bring me horizons one band i love to go see for sure and if they ever come to like canada i'll for sure check them out yeah their live show is pretty much second to none i love them i love the guys um but back to first to 11 though why first to 11 how did you like find the group how did you join it and everything yeah, so um, the story has kind of been circling, circulating around like all the interviews and stuff we do, but I'll, mm. I'll give the brief synopsis about it. Um, the, the guy in First Eleven named Ryan who plays bass had uh, all of us as individual students like taking, like Ryan taught me how to play guitar. Uh, he taught all the members how to do what they do. Decided it'd probably be smart if I just had these kids playing together. Like what's the point of them playing by themselves? So we're all playing together. I was in my own band in my in my city for some time, and we just happened to play a lot of shows the first eleven. And it was kind of like it was like the Jimmy Neutron, Timmy Turner crossover, where like some members of First to Eleven and some members of my band were in the same bit, like the guitarist for First Eleven. Yeah, the guitarist for Eleven. He was in my band, and like that person who I mentioned a second ago, who I'm going to see Bring Me the Horizon with, he was in. He was in first eleven, and then then joined my like. There was so much crossover that now you know some of these kids have left for school and whatnot. And like, as you know, got let's just let's just all be in one group. Like this is this is chaotic. Let's just be in one group. Um, so I guess it's kind of long story short, but I remember if any anybody I suppose who is um, who's listening and and maybe knows who we are, we did a cover of um, Silence by Marshmello, and it was like picked up by Glamour magazine and. It was awesome, and I I did that cover, but I wasn't even I wasn't even in the video. So I was I've kind of been working with First to Eleven since I was like I don't know twelve or thirteen years old. Like, yeah, that's a big chunk of your life, man. It like, is a huge chunk of my life. Yeah. It's a huge chunk of my life. Like, I know. That's like okay. What like this is one thing I wanted to ask you. Like, what about like solo projects for yourself or of course i did not know that you were in a band originally at all but for like yourself what do you think would you ever like leave first to 11 at one point or no so i don't think so um i i mean to be honest we all just have such a great thing going and we're very like on the same page with each other and i've also just i've almost known these people longer than i haven't so it's really hard to imagine my life without them um and uh i i have to stop with like the emotional stuff because if if ryan listens to this podcast he will start crying he is he is so he is so emotional about this but i i love those guys and i would absolutely not trade that for anything but for solo projects i kind of like to do solo stuff for um like mixing like i just helped like co-produce like this ep for like a good friend of mine who sings in the band in akron and uh, i actually a lot of the songs that I write, just I like just producing my own songs, but I they don't really become if the ones that don't become first to eleven songs, I just I'm not kidding, I just give them away to people. Like I'll just send them to my friends and I'll just say, I wrote the song. If you want it, great. If not, no worries. But like if you want it, I will just 
give it to you. So I don't know. I mean, music for me, which is kind of the interesting thing about joining a cover band at one point was a hard transition because I was very in love with like, I still am just creating. I just creating, I suppose. So for someone to be like, do you want to make money? You know, kind kind of creating, but really just doing other people's songs was, um, it was a harder transition. So now I just, I just kind of create just because. I gotta love like creativity. Like, what do you like really do with your creative side? I guess with music. What do I do with my creative side? Yeah, your creative side. Like, what do you typically think? Hey, let's make a song. What do you typically do when you create a song? I guess. Sure. So I, I mean, I'm an instrument. I I love to sing, but I uh, I'm an instrumentalist really at heart. So, um, it is almost always like. Actually, you know what? The last thing that inspired me was I found a TikTok of this like very strange, like it was just this like little girl just like singing a little riff. And I just heard it and was like, this is beautiful. Like, I don't even know if this person knows how amazing this is. And so I I imported it and I just wrote a song around it. And I like called like one of my good musician friends in Providence was just like, do you want, let's just make a song in this. But uh, most of the time the inspiration kind of just comes from like sit down with the guitar and uh, I don't know, notes play together very beautifully. It's not always, and I mean, the rare occasion, I'll, I'll be completely transparent. The rare occasion is that um, I'm clever enough to think of a really cool lyric and, uh, and you kind of engineer it backwards, but, uh, but I don't really, I like, to, I like to give things to singers. I don't really like to sing on any of my own songs, but um, yeah, that's, what about you? How do you get inspiration? How I get inspiration? I just do it, man. Like for this, like this was an inspiration for me to like do this podcast in general. I've been basically trying to get this to work for the last year. I've just been putting this off because I've been working in radio and everything. So that's the only reason why. But for me, music is an inspiration and just seeing you guys or even like a band in general being so passionate with music that's what really gets me going for real yeah interesting it's it's a weird concept but it well it's a weird concept in the context of radio like yeah i don't honestly have much of a scope to understand like what goes into being a radio personality but like that to me is a whole different kind of echelon of inspiration like it's so weird like for me, I have to deal with like, I guess, Canadian CanCon, right? And it's a lot more Canadian based music and everything. But also with radio, you can't swear on there. And also one thing that really drove me to radio was interviews and me just interviewing bands, interviewing artists, or even just getting to go in a place where I can maybe play music, like maybe you guys on the radio at some point or something like mm-hmm. it's really the creative aspect for me and just enjoying bands and just sharing their music to the world is really what I really enjoy about radio. Awesome. And are there so I mean, are there like radio personas that like you really kind of look up to or, or draw inspiration from just as like a musician would? I guess so. Like there's a couple like local radio personnels that I do like look up to. I don't know if you know Ace Burpee at all, but he's one person that I look up to, I guess, here in in my city in Winnipeg. But I don't know about you if there's a lot of personnels, I guess, in Erie. So I, I, I mean, I do not, I'm not, I guess I don't listen to, I listen to a little bit of radio, not much. 
it's weird when I meet radio people in person, like when I go on radio shows, like I actually really love it. Like it's mm. pretty, it's pretty awesome, I suppose. Um, but you know, radio is not as much of how like we consume media as much anymore. I yeah. mean, but, um, but I don't know. I mean, but now, you know, what is interesting is podcasting is like the hot new medium and like that is everything. Um, so like, I just wonder if there's some awesome, like little society of like podcasters who like, like pod, like podcasts, like collaborations yeah. and stuff. Just is because I only think of it as like music and YouTube, like other YouTubers. But I'm like, man, that that happens with podcasting all the time. I'm sure. Well, yeah, you get per, a person like for myself. I'm the host right now for this podcast, right? So I bring you on, or maybe another person on as well. So then there's a collaboration, right? Yeah, I guess. But maybe I bring on like one of my friends in person to come on with me as well, and then. We talk to you maybe who knows but yeah there's yeah. i guess different collaborations i've also heard like a lot of people like promote other podcasts on other podcasts i guess if you count that yeah. as well mm -hmm. yeah yeah understood pretty cool yeah it's different how 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 about you have you gone into like the podcast scene that much or no a very long time ago i suggested that first 11 should do a podcast but they were all heavily against it what? i'm sure you know what to be fair i think they had they were right on this one only because i think we would be a little bit too like the better option for us probably would have been to do what i don't even know if we've really like announced it but we are launching a patreon soon okay. uh, but it, it makes i suppose a little more sense as much as i would like to do it because i just i mean that is like again it's a very very hot thing right now so i think it'd be fun to do podcasts um yeah i don't know i think or maybe I think honestly, if I were to do a podcast, like, um, cause we do like question and answer stuff on live streams, but yeah. if we were to do a podcast, I think it'd be cool to like, make it pretty like structured and organized. Like we pick a topic for that day. That's very like, you know, I, I, I don't know, like how do we write a, almost kind of like a, like a, I don't want it to be almost be like kind of like a teaching thing. A teaching. Okay. That's interesting. Like most of the time with podcasts like this, even like we're going off of like a tangent. So it's not going to be really focused on specific topics. Yeah. Right. So that's, yeah, that's the thing about podcasts. Like you could go on so many different directions. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. And I think that's why pod probably like, I mean, podcasting seems like a more streamlined version of radio to me. And oh, in yeah. a weird way. like people listen to podcasts because, and like my sister listens to so many podcasts and she's like sent in like, gifts to podcasts or has like merchandise and stuff mm. and i'm like okay so clearly it's it's a personality thing and that's the one thing that i i think we have held off on for honestly i'm not sure what reason but i know when i follow like if i follow a band even on, on spotify or something like if someone was like do you want to watch a video of like the behind the scenes of how they recorded this music video i'd be like yeah i would love to honestly i want to see their personality yeah that's the thing about me for like bands, ones that I really follow, like you guys and a couple like rock bands and metal bands that I follow. It's just, I want to know everybody's personality in the band and I want to get to know them as a person and everything and know what their life is like, right? Yeah. I mean, that is like the, the best interviews are the ones where, you know, people have kind of done a little bit of their homework or mm -hmm. even if they haven't, if they've done, if they've thought of some interesting questions because a lot of the quit like you know, if we're doing an interview it doesn't even have to be about music per se but if it's like very interesting questions like cool it's kind of cool to see them outside of their scope of music yeah uh, right yeah 
I agree. It's awesome. What kind of music do you listen to, by the way? I listen to everything, Sam, except country. So okay. I'm basically rock, metal, pop, indie. Um, there's odd EDM here and there, but like either rap. way, it's on. Yeah, I love rap too. Yeah. Honestly, it's great. But yeah, yeah. Awesome. Dude, cool. My favorite great. bands would be like Breaking Benjamin, Nickelback, Bad Omens. Um, I'm trying to think. Of course, you guys, I have to say that, of course, for <laughs> Thank the sake you. of this. But yeah, um, no, for real, like you guys, for real, the cover scene, like I've followed cover scenes like a while in the YouTube scene. Like I've been, I'm the same pretty much age as you guys, right? So it's like mm-hmm. I've been following YouTube for who knows how long. And the only other big cover channel I followed was like Kurt, oh, I forget his Kurt last name. Peter. And. Tiffany Alvord, I guess. Would okay. Be the two. And then now it's you guys are, and then Halloween, right? And then. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, yeah, I think, I mean, Our Last Night probably or Terror Bright. Yeah. Some, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And so, first of all, I have to say, I, I am kind of happy to hear that you really like Breaking Benjamin and Nickelback. I have totally found a huge new tangent of respect for Nickelback. I, okay. I, I will seriously, if I keep, I keep up my Spotify trends I'm sure one of their songs will be in my top 100 I mean they're a fantastic band yeah um and the other thing I was gonna say is I am also so happy to hear we you're you're on my good list right now because you like Kurt and I uh I I I really admire Kurt so I'm happy that if uh, there's another cover channel you know out there that you're interested in it's his that would be like my big recommendation so kudos to you good picks yeah like honestly there it's interesting how much like kurt really has shaped up the game i guess in the cover scene i guess like it's a lot more like fancier production work than a lot of these cover channels that i've seen as well yeah i think kurt kind of i would agree kurt also kind of gotten on like the ground floor when cover channels were like about to get popular yeah um so i think he had a big advantage especially because he i think he learned very very quickly about that like production like his videos i almost think so he wanted to be i mean I, when we were with him doing some videos i got to talk to him and he wanted to be like a, a cinematographer okay and uh, so you can kind of see that influence like he's very like he knows what's happening with all of his shots he's done like i'm sure you know the the one take videos where he yeah. just goes around and does everything one it's it's beautiful i mean it's just it's stunning it's so yeah i agree kurt kurt has really kind of pioneered a lot of what covers look like now yeah i also forgot alex groot is one i really love as yeah, well yeah we we filmed our videos at alex groot's studio yeah, yeah. He, his voice is just something else that's what i'll Agreed. say great yeah great Agreed. voice um what are like some suggestions to like some music musicians or like drummers that are getting into it i guess what what would you suggest to those people yeah so um the common piece of advice that i think most people especially in first life would would probably deliver if you want to get into i suppose like the the cover realm um would probably just be it's weird but the advice is seriously just to to do it i mean honestly because it doesn't it's it's not gonna it's probably not gonna cost you as much as uh, as you think to, to start posting videos i mean you can People post them with their iPhones all the time and it's amazing. And get on a schedule is usually like a good piece of advice. But honestly, I mean, for the musicians, um, honestly, I would say uh, this is a kind of a big piece of advice, but I'd say try and figure out what it is that you really want out of music. Um, I almost wish that someone would 
have maybe pushed me to do that more because I was a bit split for some time of do I want to again for from for us it was like uh, you know maybe I should just be less general and say for me at least it was do I did I want to become a YouTuber or did I want to do original music or did I want to be in a conservatory I really considered that for a while did I want to be a teacher for a while uh, what what did I want for music um or what did like my my perfect life kind of look like for that um and I think that from there there's great steps like if you wanted to be a YouTuber it's that piece of advice I maybe just gave of you know what you, you just kind of do it or if you wanted to be an original artist it's like all right awesome um you know how how can we tackle that like I would give a different piece of advice for that like if you want to get in songwriting um but I, I would say it's almost a more useful piece of advice to figure out what do you really want from your career in music? What do you want your, uh, I guess, you know, your, your legacy to be kind of. I like that. I love that piece of advice that you give to people. Like it's just, you just got to do it and try out and everything. I know a couple like musicians just did like from their basement, their bloody laptops. They just recorded off of their laptops and it yeah. works. That's all you have to do when you first start really. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It, and I mean, you know, I, I can almost turn the question on you and just say, like, if you were to give advice, to people wanted to get into more like multimedia stuff. Like, I can only imagine that, you know, you and I probably both come from, you know, like bedroom studios and stuff mm -hmm. like my, I could say my I didn't. Bedroom I didn't know any, oh, yeah. Per, I mean, I didn't like, I didn't know someone growing up who was just like, <laughs> let me let me like show you the way and I have everything you need. So um, you just kind of start doing it one day. And once you pull the trigger, it's like, there's kind of not a whole lot of going back. So I'm assuming that was a little bit of your instance too, or maybe I'm wrong, but you kind of just like, you woke up and you're just like, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm just going to go do it. It took a couple like influences. Like I had to like, first for sure, it was mainly like high school has really helped me. Like I was always in the tech side of things. So like computers and everything but then after high school has really shaped me into like concerts a lot and then into music and then going into band and everything so that really has helped me also a lot of my teachers have like said oh yeah you'll be good actually into like radio or something right so it's like yeah you get that kind of influence like with maybe adults or some friends of yourself that could help right yeah yep i agree um yeah, I, I mean, yeah, we're shaped, we're very much, you know, a product of our circumstances with that kind of stuff. Like mm -hmm. I, I, again, like if, if I think if like my friends had been into like cover YouTube bands and I probably would have grown up being like, okay, I want to, I want to do covers, but um, yeah, in high school, and actually, you know, it's because in high school, like all of my influence was like the jazz and orchestra setting. So mm -hmm. that is probably why for some time I was a little conflicted as to what I, I wanted to do but okay. uh yeah i mean that would be my piece but again as honestly whatever you decide you really want your uh your life to kind of look like in music uh, the piece of advice is still like wow what are you what are you waiting for you know what's what's stopping you right now good nickelback's home by the way <laughs> yeah actually you know what you're right didn't even mean to say that yeah yeah i had i had to put a little music reference there sam yeah beautiful <laughs> what's your nice favorite job. nickelback song by the way Okay, so I think I can't even help this, but um, because it was in one of my favorite video games growing up, Burn It to the Ground is definitely up there. Um, but you know what's you know what I have to say is actually my favorite impact song is uh, uh, Follow You Home. Oh, really? I think, 
yeah, Follow You Home is probably my favorite Nickelback song. I I heard the first five seconds of it, uh, and was just like, all right, like this is it. Like this song is just it. It uh, it goes. And you know, it's it's so nice now that people are so unafraid to to really publicly like Nick. From what I can tell, people are coming around completely. The you know what I mean? Like if someone asked me, I am not that I ever was really like weird. I don't really believe in guilty pleasure music, but I really like. <laughs> You know what, Nickelback is is really good, and I'm oh, yeah. just gonna say it. Yeah, like my guilty pleasure is Selena Gomez, for me. Yeah, another fantastic artist. Great um, artist. what's your favorite Breaking Benjamin song? Oh, just because of video games and everything, I would say Blow Me Away, because that really influenced me with the band and everything. But if I had to say like my favorite favorite like non got into the band, it would be Hollow. Just lyrically uh, and musically, that song just i love it yeah we are i think maybe it's uh ryan knows knows ben uh yeah they were i think they were in a band together like way back in the day so that's cool yeah i i know i I wish i could remember the details pretty sure we have some connection to breaking benjamin though that's interesting that's very i didn't wow interesting you need to do a collaboration now with breaking benjamin now just because we so we tried we wanted to then we did we did a Breaking Benjamin cover. We wanted to, we did Diary of Jamie. We wanted to collab with them. Um, I think, I don't know, some some miscommunication, but I, I think we, we really wanted to. We really wanted to get like real like stems and like the real like screams and stuff from that, which would have been awesome. That would have been cool. Like, yeah. Okay, the only thing I'm just like, when I hear, I love the cover, by the way, of the Diary of Jane Thank version you. that you guys did, but. One thing I just like, anytime you just look at a Breaking Benjamin on YouTube, it's always the Diary of Jane for covers. Yeah. It's like, yeah. come on, you got to do know. something like secular, right? Like, I don't, Dude, you know what? I, my pick would have been uh, Breaking the Silence. Oh, I good. Amazing. Song's great. Oh, that's a good one. Maybe yeah. Maybe in the future you guys should. Yeah, I, uh, I think we're probably going to be in store for them you know, at, at some point, I think there's definitely like a little bit of more, like people like what we do, Breaking Benjamin or like Red Jumpsuit Apparatus or, right. you know, it's, I don't know if, the, I don't know if there's a way we really could do this. I don't know. But I think, I think at some point it would be cool to do uh, a Slipknot song. A honestly. Slipknot song. That would be interesting. Yeah, we have, um, oh, what, what day is it? Okay. So today's Sunday. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Maybe maybe I'll just give it away. We are doing a, a skillet song soon, oh. so I feel like we're not too far away. We're like a degree or two in separation away from being able to do Slipknot song. But uh, that's cool. Yeah, I was shocked actually when you guys did an acoustic with Thousand Foot Crunch song. I was surprised about that. What was that? We did what? You did a Thousand Foot Crunch song on your acoustic oh. stream. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I was so um, surprised about that. Yeah, that one was really fun too. I think thousand so thousand foot crutch also first heard about them in a video game and then just did a deep dive, found out they were pretty awesome. Also realized that like they were the soundtrack to every like professional sports game that yeah. I went to. Um yeah, thousand foot crutch is, is pretty awesome. I'm surprised that you don't play. Honest, I'm surprised Dude, you don't like play guitar or something. I wish, I wish. I've tried. I've tried. I'm just bad at playing guitar. That's the only reason. Like, I just can't handle like the finger, just the mm. finger techniques. I guess really with guitar. Honestly, if I had to pick an instrument now, it would be bass. Cool. I I respect that. It's yeah. Cool. I love bass and just I forget who. There's one 
cover channel I know on YouTube that does like actual like full-on covers of bass. I forget who's his name. He's from like in Europe somewhere. I forget his name, but he oh, has Davy five hundred four maybe. Not Davy. No, it's an his other friend. It's the one with the rainbow strings. I forget his name. <sighs> I think you know, right? With the with with what exactly? It's with rainbow rain? strings. He has rainbow strings in his bass. Oh wait a minute. Yeah, all right. You know, actually, I don't want to go on my phone, but I will. I we gotta we'll figure out who that is. I I I, I know you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love his cover. Like it's. The full entire song, like it's you hear the chorus in the strings, and I just love when artists. I do believe that. that person did a cover of uh Where Is My Mind by the Pixies on his bass. I'm almost so. positive we're talking about the same person. And I like saved that to like a YouTube playlist because I thought, yeah, actually, you know what? Where is my mind? I don't know why I've done that. I have, I would absolutely love to do that. Are, are you a fan of the Pixies at all? Pixies, I've not gone into that much, but they're a great band. They're a really great yeah. band. Yeah. I love the Pixies. Dude, we got great influences, I think, for music. I think, I think so too. Um, you know, honestly, maybe I'm not painting the whole picture, but I was on a podcast yesterday and had to go in this. Um, the, there's kind of a pretty eclectic, like, pool of music that my family draw. Like, at the dinner table, it's like very, like, brit rock like clash english beat squeeze uh and then like my mom is from detroit so all motown like jamiroquai like jackson five uh yeah. glass glass nine the pips like my mom actually went to school with uh, that family glass nine the pips um and then all my brothers and sisters like we all like red hot chili peppers my brother's into like surf meat like i don't know it's it's a crazy crazy weird pool. influence uh, yeah, I mean, the playlists I get from each member of my family are all, they could not be more different. Um, because there's not really a lot of influence here in Erie. Like, we don't, yeah. if if I was from, I mean, I know I'm kind of stating the obvious, but if I, if I was from, if I was from, like, Detroit or something, or if I was from, I don't know, like, Georgia, like, they're very kind of, like, uh, pretty apparent influences of what you're going to listen to but there's not really a very distinctive face to the city I'm from like we don't have like the 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 biggest we usually say like the biggest um the biggest kind of like trademark for music that we have here was Pat Monahan from Train he actually lived in like that house like right next door to me like right across oh, the street that's funny that's cool yeah but other than that um you know there's not a whole lot of big music players here well, no. you got like Breaking Benjamin that was from Pennsylvania. I, I forget which city it is, but yeah. I think they're, I want to say they're like, maybe, yeah. No, no, you're right. Um, and then the other one is Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. I think right. he might not be from Erie, but I think he lived in Erie for some time. Oh, He's from cool. like Mercer or okay. something. But yeah. So what, in your family, what were you pretty influenced? By I was influenced a lot. Like yours is a lot more different than mine. Mine was like full on like, there was Pink Floyd, there was Bon Jovi, there was Nickelback, like there was Michael Jackson, sure. there was the Jackson 5, like it was a lot more rock based and everything. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. And so did you kind of, I'm curious, did any of that like, uh, did any of that kind of like turn you off? Like you can't listen to that anymore? No, like the only stuff that I can't really listen to, I would think would be like the old like pop stuff. Like I haven't listened to like a lot of Michael Jackson since, but I love like on occasion, I still listen to Michael Jackson and everything, right? And the Jackson 5 and everything, but, like, I wouldn't listen to it on a daily basis, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, but okay. My next question then for you: What do you think about Bruno Mars? I love Bruno Mars. I went to see him in concert, and I want to see him again. But the only thing about Bruno Mars is he's gotten so big now, and concerts tickets are massive now. But yeah, I love Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars is great. He just did a collab record. I'm sure you know with Anderson Pack, mm-hmm. another kind of staple in the family. And uh, and I I'm so I'm such a bad listener. I haven't I haven't even checked it out yet. But I've heard I've heard clips of it, and uh, I'm excited to just sit down and get into it yeah do you listen to albums now or are you really focused on like singles and eps you know another interesting thing that i talked about yesterday was like we consume music a little bit differently now um we we so with coronavirus all these artists are now and ourselves included we have a record that suddenly we have to push back all these things into singles so we can wait for shows to open up um, but that being said, um, you know, I'm I'm kind of remiss to say that I, I don't usually sit down and listen to a record full through. But, you know, to be honest, I don't really know when I have like uh, a half hour of time to sit down or just listen to music, I suppose, which yeah. maybe somebody could call me out for and, and say, uh, you know, you spend, spend this much time on your phone or something. You could just, so I could. Um, but yeah, I think I'm a little bit more into, or I should put it this way, if I, if a record usually comes out, I know it sounds weird, but sometimes I'll shuffle it, which I know is such a sin in music. Yeah, you, know, you listen to a record full through, so maybe I, uh, maybe I'm a little, maybe I should just, I should develop a little bit more of patience. I'll be the first to admit that. Yeah, uh, when a record comes out, I listen to it front to back first, just to see what all the sounds are, songs are sounding like, right? Yeah, you're very, you're much more loyal than me, because I, I really should do that. Um, yeah, you know what? I actually, you know what's so weird is I do that with old music. Yeah. My dad has a record collection in vinyl, and like, I have absolutely no issue to go in there and sit down and listen to a record full through just with him. Just like seriously, like we just like, it's like low, like lowly lit, just like nothing but us and like vinyl and very nice speakers. But if it's uh, if it's a new, you know, Bruno Mars record for some reason. I'm just like, I'll I'll shuffle it. I'll listen to a song or two. Not good. Not good. I don't. If en- anybody's listening, I don't encourage you to do that. Okay, I get that. But off of albums, I know you guys are working on a original record. I don't know if you could talk about it, but I wanted to ask, like, you guys finished it? When is it coming out? If you could give some details on anything, a yeah, single. I, so I, I I can give a little bit of detail. Yeah. So on. Uh, on March 18th. Uh, oh, I, actually, I'm curious. So what date is this podcast? Come this out? might come out like in like two weeks, I would I'm say. Sure. Yeah, so yeah. like the 19th. Okay, cool. So then, yeah, so we're um, pretty much time traveling at this point if this comes out after March 18th. But on March 18th, we're having the first single drop. Um, and this is going to be under, I won't, I won't spoil this, but this will be the same first to 11 people you know and love. It'll be under a different name. Um, to keep um, the covers, excuse me, and the original separated. Um, and then we have we have a record that's done and we are just slowly, as I mentioned, just slowly putting out singles because if I mean, we were supposed to be we were supposed to be on tour like last April, you know what I mean on this record. But things change with coronavirus and now we are we're a little fearful that shows might not be opening up as soon as we would want to. And you like to have an album to go tour on. So, we're we're pushing things back kind of as far as we can, but I think we're getting we're getting a little bit anxious. So I think we're gonna have a record pretty soon here released, but you can at least expect a single on March 18th. The video I think looks 
awesome. We did it with a guy named Daniel who, uh, Daniel Carberry, he did the video, the Get Physical video for Dua Lipa. He absolutely knocked it out of the park. And the record, you might hear a little bit of influence from a lot of people, but this first song we we produced with, um, maybe you've heard of uh, this pop band that was in like the 2010s was really big called The Somerset. Somerset, Um, okay. Yeah, they were they were really awesome, like pop rock band, and we did a record with two of the guys, the Gomez brothers from the Somerset. It's pretty cool. I mean, I, I'm I'm really excited. I'm okay. I, it's been a long time coming for original music. Yeah, you guys been like pushing that back for who knows how long with originals, and everyone's like in the comment section, "Where's this original stuff?" Every single <laughs> day, right? Yeah, I know it's been being teased in all the videos. Um, so. So uh, this next Thursday, you'll hear like, I'm pretty sure you'll hear like a good, I want to say maybe even like 20 seconds or something of the song with the video. Okay. Um, so if I'm remembering how the teaser schedule goes, yeah. So you'll get a good sneak peek. I think people are really going to like it. Okay. So, Is there any features on this record or is it just all full? So I am, I, so, you know, this isn't actually set in stone. I am really hoping that the one feet you know what it's it's probably not even a, a big deal to be honest i mean so i'm really hoping that the one feature that was has been being tossed around will be on on the record he's played i won't i won't say who it is but he has played in uh a lot of pretty phenomenal rock bands in like the mid to late 2000s and still is an active member in one of these bands and they still tour um uh i yeah I, I can't say who it is unfortunately but we do have a i'm we're talking around the idea of one feature right now and it's kind of a childhood dream of mine so if it happens i will be screaming it from the rooftops as soon as it gets confirmed i might think it, if it is the same realm of cover things then there's a possibility that i might know if they're in the cover realm probably so not in the cover realm okay but um who who does this who does this bands i mean it's like they're they're a rock band you you know what well, there's uh, tons of rock bands though i know there's tons <laughs> of rock bands but again i think somehow or another i think i'll, I'll probably get in trouble if i mention yeah, too much. So, i won't uh, i won't say anything just oh uh, you're good yeah you're good yeah, i get that but so i was curious about this i, I actually put this in my like notes why are like I'm glad that you confirmed this with like the name change and everything. Why are you guys changing your name and everything with like the originals and that? Why like you guys did put out original stuff with first to eleven name? Why why not keep it? So it's a good question. Why not keep it? Um, we've kind of found just uh, analytically that most bands who are cover bands and converts being original bands uh, have a little bit less traction. It's a little bit hard and hard to almost like explain because some people watch your videos every week, some people don't. Uh, and, and you go and play shows and sometimes people are very like, uh, that's great. Uh, do you want to play sweet child of mine now? And so kind of some, some, I I know, I mean, look, we, we roll our eyes, I think as, as people who are very kind of appreciative of like, like, I really would like to, I'm very, I'm I'm pretty personal with the artists that I like to follow. Mm. Um, but, um, but some people are not. And so I think we just decided it'd be better to keep them separate. Um, and also to kind of have first to 11 be a springboard for this original project. So we have like a little bit of like income from first to 11 that we can, we can put towards like, uh, you know, music video fees and stuff. So keeping them separate, I think is a cleaner way to do it. And also, I think also, you know, you don't, you don't, we have a very good thing going with first to 11 where 
I don't think that many people know this, but we don't really outsource for almost any, we outsource for the mixes of our music. Mm -hmm. And other than that, all the covers, all the art, all the video, all the editing, all the everything is completely done by us. So I think we just wouldn't want uh, a label to, you know, kind of interfere with that. But luckily the label is like, perfect. You guys do whatever you want. Let's just get a different name. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to like suggest and everything like there's bands like Our Last Nights and like there's the odd like big bands that like Word Alive, I think still does like the odd covers on here and there. But like, that's why I'm like, why, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, also, I think since we started as a cover band, uh, like like the Word Alive, I'm pretty sure is always actually Train. Train was a Led Zeppelin cover band for a while. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I think some people made it work. I think we're like, uh, maybe we're not good enough to just make that smooth transition. It's just a marketing tactic. That's all you guys have to do, right? Yeah, but you know what? Also, I think that we also have the anticipation, you know, knock on wood, obviously, but um, I, I I, think that with the, the anticipation that not all record contracts go well, especially in such a turbulent time with coronavirus, like, I think we're like, you know what? Let's have first 11 just be its own thing, ride its own wave. And we will, we'll always kind of be able to return to covers. If this thing, you know, heaven forbid kind of goes up in flames, then okay. great. We didn't, we didn't kind of burn the, the first to 11 bridge. Okay. Now I see what you want to do. Okay. You're keeping that. Okay. Now I understand what you're going with, with this. Okay. Because yeah. you guys are more like focus. Okay. This could be maybe our future instead of first 11, I guess. Right. Potentially that is okay. a hotly, <laughs> it's i don't even know if we've all had that conversation i think it's a very hotly debate because we have no idea how this record's gonna do we have no yeah. idea what what touring is gonna be like but you know that is obviously a debated thing that you know i you know we'll, we'll cross the bridge and come to it but yeah i think in the back of our minds we're all a little bit like you know oh man <laughs> what what if the you know the awesome thing is what if this goes great and it totally totally blows for slavin out of water that'd be great but the the alternative which you know, might might be a little more likely is uh, what if this is not as you know grandiose as first eleven? Well, let's let's have that in our back pocket and let's just keep that to ourselves. Okay. Well, if you guys do need a concert photographer, let me know. I <laughs> would absolutely love to have a concert photographer. I I I will let you know. I'm not kidding. Yeah. I really will let you know. Yeah. I'm totally down. That's the one thing I've always wanted to do is tour with a band and just do concert. Like concerts right now are dead, so it's like. I yeah. can't really do concert photography, right? So who would be like the top three bands you want to go tour with? Any. Honestly, any. But like if I had to pick like bands, of course, Breaking Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple like local bands I was talking to that wanted to do. I know Northern Royals is a local band that said they wanted to tour with me. Um, as for like other big bands, I would say like Bad Omens, Northern Royals. Um, I'm trying to think who else. It's maybe Premier Rising would be cool. That'd be yeah. really cool gig. But yeah, it's honestly I'm down more with local base. Like even you guys, I'm totally down to just you know. I think local is yeah. better to do like concert photography. I think. Yeah, I mean it's um it's it's nice because probably the tours are going to be a little bit more manageable. Yeah, um, yeah. You're not going to be like, hey, you want to fly to Brazil real quick? It's like, well, <laughs> you know yeah. about that. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I I think I think concert photography is also like um kind of cool just like expressive medium because you get to go tour with the the band and like become friends with them like yeah. i met someone at a this band called coin um i'm sure a lot of people 
probably know of, but I, I remember I, I hung out with the, a little different, but the merch girl who's, who worked for Coin, and we were like the same age. Like, I think back then I was like 16. She was, she was 16. And I was just talking to her. I was mm-hmm. like, it's like, you know, how does this work? What do you do? Like, are you in school? She's like, yeah, I'm in online school, but like, we have family dinners with like the whole band and team, like every night, like I, I go and like hang out with them every summer or whatever. And I'm like, man, that's such a great experience. Like, I think people think it's just like limited to the band and whatever, but like even in our studio in First Eleven, like we're not some crazy famous rock star people, but like everybody who walks into our studio, like we always invite them to get chicken wings with us and like be featured in videos just for fun. I love that. You just make it more homey, more chill and everything. You gotta be friendly, right? Yeah, you absolutely have to be friendly. I love that. I love that, dude. But yeah, for sure, let me know. I'm totally down to just tour with you guys when you guys do touring, for sure. Yeah, we um we were supposed to have a few first to eleven like cover band tours with some other I think with Halcyon one point two and then you know COVID just happened, but yeah, you know, we're gonna need someone to take photos. So oh, yeah, I'm always down. And also if you guys do come in Winnipeg, Canada, let me know too. I'd love to. I, I'd actually just like to go to like a, like make a, a tra a, a you know weekend out of it and just go to Winnipeg and like go to like a game or something too. I think it'd be sweet. Like, okay, yeah. like winnipeg for games wise is expensive for jets yeah it's really expensive like i've seen the ticket difference between pittsburgh and even boston and just winnipeg it's insane just for like i don't know what you consider like a 200 section or whatever in your kind of like i don't know how stadiums like for you guys in pennsylvania but like just a regular like upper bowl i would say for us in your i guess stadium would be about like three hundred dollars three hundred like three hundred american dollars three hundred canadian is there i mean uh, that's pretty that's like about like four hundred i think really yeah i think it's a hundred dollar difference right for that i i don't know honestly i'm not sure but that's i don't know the conversion rate but wait okay i have another question is that like pre-coronavirus because now that's pre Re- oh man yeah okay you know what i'll live stream it I'll, I'll live stream it that's okay with me i'll go i'll, I'll go watch it in pittsburgh actually i take that well I take if that you go back. like the high high like sections like coming down right i don't know yeah. how the stadium's like for you but that's about like 150 200 that's like yeah. reasonable yeah maybe i don't you know i almost ah yeah i mean th- that that'd be nice be a special i will case. take you i'll say that if you come i will take you Perfect. What what would you if I if I showed up in Winnipeg? What would be like something you'd you'd say? You know, we gotta go while you're in town. You gotta go check this out. Uh, main thing that tourists go to is like the Forks, um, a couple like the museums, the Human Rights Museum that we have here. Of course, the jets and everything. There's a yeah. bunch of stuff that we could probably do. Cool. Yeah, I'll I'll make note of that. My I think my dad really wants to go to Nova Scotia to go. Uh, like what's it called? Like like not like not not kiteboarding like like oh like windboard something windboard, weird he wants okay to, he wants to, so we're we're pretty into like surfing but like you want to go do some sort of like aquatic board sport that i've never heard of before that you can do in nova scotia it's pretty awesome but he also secretly just wants to go to sea harbor for sydney Crosby. okay okay i i yeah. see that nova scotia is yeah. great though like i would love to go there just because it's the water right yeah 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 so nice there nice you've been uh, to a lot of places in the states uh in the states i've only been to florida and minneapolis and then i guess fargo and that 
Fargo. Right. Yeah, mm. Fargo. Well, Gotta love Fargo. Well, Fargo. I'm sure you fit right in. <laughs> Dude, it's just basically like American Canada. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, you guys you guys have very similar accents too. I guess. I don't know. Like you <laughs> I don't see an accent with you really. There apparently apparently there's a Pennsylvania. I I, I like if someone if someone showed it to me. I don't know. Maybe I get it. I don't understand it. But there's apparently a Pennsylvania accent that I'm not aware of. I'm not aware of this either. Are there different, like, kind of, like, provincial accents, you think? I mean, obviously, when you get into French Canada, that's a little Well, yeah, different. French Canada. Like, there's French and everything. But, like, for us in Manitoba, there's, like, slangs and everything. Like, we have, like, Manitoba. Uh, it's very cold here in winter, so do not come here in winter. I'm just going to say that. It's, like, sure. it's minus, trying to think of Fahrenheit here. You can say in Celsius. Celsius, okay. it's minus 50. Minus 50? Celsius. With wind chill and everything. With wind chill. That's ludicrous. Yeah, but <laughs> it's the most hottest place in Canada, too. So, like, once it's summer, it's plus 45. Wow. Okay. So, you're like the – that's, like, that's eerie here. I mean, it's extremely – it's scorching hot down at the beach, and then we have, like, wind chill days where we can't go to school. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is so stupid but one of my friends in ontario has been very just regretfully teaching me toronto slang oh I know, no. familiar. I know everyone hates it i think it's so funny though i think it's hilarious i mean not that i'd ever not that i'd ever go around but it's just so funny All right, let me look up manitoba slang i forget what we have but we do have some slang here we got thing called the peg city um trying to think what else that we got we got socials so basically you know like what we got we call socials are basically a party before like a wedding or something you know yeah like, i guess sure. we call i don't know if you have sock ups sock no. ups no okay sock wait, ups wait, wait. are you saying sock hop no sock up sock up no yeah, yeah sock up. so sock up was basically you know middle school dances Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. what we just called so sock ups. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. yeah. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe there's. Uh, is there any pen? No, I don't even know if I can. Th I think I tried to think of like pen. I mean, it's just like we're not even that different. It'd be like local slang at that point for here. But uh, yeah, I know. I there's a guy. There's a guy on TikTok who does like this Toronto like accent challenge thing that like has blown up a little bit, and it's like being an observer you know not even in the country it's just oh my gosh it's terrible i think i'm actually gonna do uh uh this like this half marathon in october though that will end up passing through canada oh, like cool from detroit just briefly into canada I, I forget where but yeah cool that's cool well that's in ontario so i i'm nowhere like yeah. near like manitoba if i were to go to toronto right now that is over i think a 24-hour drive oh yeah and if i were to fly it's like a four-hour eight-hour drive or flight so Damn. no thanks no thanks but <laughs> yeah that's yeah, great but that's why you go to the states because it's only a four-hour drive to fargo yeah yeah nice yeah mm -hmm. except i feel so i mean you couldn't even i don't think you could get to the states right now could you well right now no because of like during yeah. covid right but yeah. yeah once covid's over i can technically with flights nice yeah, yeah. very cool nice man yeah that's awesome um so i guess going back on like gist of things like what is your favorite cover that you guys done your for yourself 
Ah, great question. We do get asked this quite a bit. So my favorite cover, um, hmm. So I think the best sounding cover, believe it or not, I think the, the coolest, like if I were to just show somebody like this is my band, this is what we're capable of, like kind of like very, very proud. Uh, I, I actually did not arrange this cover personally. Ryan did. He did Somewhere Over the Rainbow, mm -hmm. the Wizard of Oz song. Okay. I think it is a pretty, pretty darn good arrangement. I really wish, I helped a little bit. I, I honestly wish I could claim that one as my own. And it's like, it was a Halloween video as we all dressed up and it's very fun. Um, there are other covers that I think like, I just are very, again, just very creative, like whole new direction. Um, like, I think, you know what, may, maybe it'd be smart if I, maybe it'd be smart if I picked one that I actually did. I think actually, I mm. want to say, let me, let me go into the, the first living catalog real quick, but okay. while I do that, what about you? What do you, which, which cover do you like? Uh, the one, oh, I need to pull this up then. I need to pull up your catalog too. Then. Um, if I had to pick like right now offhand would be the Diary of Jane one, but if I, I need sure. to look at this, but let me see. First two, it, you're going to hate me. I know you're going to hate me for this, but, All right. um, <laughs> you're really going to hate me for this. The no, cake by the ocean one. The what was that? Your cake by the ocean one. Back when? Did we do? The, you did it we, back when? I remember you guys did. Oh, and you guys hate you hate that cover. I like like that. like acoustically. Yeah, the that, acoustic one. Yes, 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 yes. No, I do. I think that song's great. I used to so love playing it. Yeah, that song's on. I think okay. So here's what I'll say. I really like when I liked. I arranged. Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne, I thought was pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, I thought Real Love Song. Real Love Song was only interesting because we we're commissioned by a band called Nothing But Thieves, and I'm a, I'm a huge fan of them. So I felt really just ecstatic to be able to actually, to be actually just like work with them. That yeah. was pretty crazy to me. And actually, you know what I will, you know, here's what I'll say. The mm -hmm. perfect range of those two ideas, probably my favorite cover, which I don't think anyone in First Sylvan would ever agree with me, but I absolutely love our cover of Closed on Sunday by Kanye West. Really? The, the story behind that cover is cool. I, we got an email. So here's how this works, I guess. When an artist is putting out a, a record or a song and uh, they usually, they'll reach out to cover bands. They'll be like, hey guys, look, we're gonna, we're gonna, when this song comes out, can you have us a cover by it? Like in like 24 hours of when it's released so we can, we can repost it, we can reshare it, bring more attention to this. Mm -hmm. You're like, yeah, sure. You know what? It's a good opportunity. Sometimes they pay you, sometimes they don't. But we got contacted by Kanye West to do a cover of Close on Sunday. And I was like, this is awesome. And you can't listen to the song because they don't want you to like leak the music. So he sends me sheet music for Close on Sunday, sheet music. And he's like, you know, sorry, it's the best I can. Like, can you do a cover of this? And I'm like, sure, I'll make it happen. And I did the cover. I seriously love the cover. I think it's so awesome. I like just sat down and like wrote this cool guitar riff over it. It was awesome. And then we end up getting a pair of Yeezys from him in the mail, like as like a thank you, like his payment. Really? Yeah. So that cover through and through is, I think probably the favorite cover that I have ever done. I'm just yeah. like trying to look at this catalog too. Um, I would think right now what I'm seeing would be Shape of You. I would say. I think Shape of You is great. It's yeah. a great cover. Shape of yeah. You. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Do I have any? Mantra was good. You guys did good on Mantra. Uh, yeah. So, you know what's interesting? 
that band that we like featured in the video for mantra yeah. i was actually in that band for a while like oh, separately cool. yeah that's cool but yeah, yeah i think if i could look at it right now but yeah that's what i got but i'll for sure message you if i remember the ones that i absolutely love but yeah <laughs> Wait, okay then i i have to and you have to be honest because i'm gonna give my answer too mm-hmm. but what covers did you dislike I know. Why do you I'm, do this to me? I'm because I'm. I want to give an. I'm only gonna list my own. Co- like so again, yeah. I may have explained this. But like when we when we do covers, like we'll pick out. Here's the next month worth of covers. Like here's the the March mm-hmm. covers. Like we'll each just like pick a song and we just do the whole thing. So like I will pick a song and I will personally do all yeah. the guitars, all the drums, all the everything. So mm-hmm. I'm only gonna pick songs that I dislike that that I did just for the sake of the other two and everything but i want to know which ones you dislike i need to look back but there was there was one stretch that absolutely like actually did not finish i forget where the stretch was but there was a stretch that you guys did that i just hated audra's voice and that's the only (laughs) reason why because i forget where but she was just sounding so monotony for her voice i forgot where okay wait i have a guess is it when we did like the pop punk run of like Adam Song? I think it Ocean Ave Ocean Avenue. Was uh, it like a year ago or so, or when was it? Maybe. I I'm here, I'm here, I I can try. I'm trying to think where, but probably before the Christmas covers for sure. Yeah, it's crazy. I think we put out like we put out like ten records in like three years. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, may, you know, if you you don't have to answer the question if you want. I just thought it was funny. I wanted to hear what you were going to say. I, I, I want to say, too, but I just don't know. It might have been, honestly, I'm trying to think. It's one weird one. And it's one that I'm like, yo, you guys should have did good. I think it might have been the Bro- Boulevard of Broken Dreams one, I think. Ah, interesting. Maybe. I, I don't know. I legit forgot. Maybe the Mother We Share Churches. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Also interesting. Yeah, I was just, so I was asking because I'm I'm settling a dispute uh dispute for seven. We we ranked like our Christmas songs, and for Christmas we have to plan like you know a year and like months in advance. Okay, I'm gonna say this: I don't listen to cover songs for Christmas stuff. So if you have okay. to say that, I do not listen to that. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. But because of our own, like we each, we, there's only so many Christmas songs out there. So eventually. You have to start picking like from the bottom of the barrel and the Christmas songs that I chose were like, they were just these banging rock songs. I was like, this is great. I love these. And then Matthew and Ryan would pick songs that were like home run. Everyone listens to them, like extremely popular. And so when we ranked Christmas songs, like with our fans, like we did a polling thing. Yeah. All of my songs were at like all like five or six of my Christmas songs were at like the very bottom of the list. And I was like, it's such a travesty. Like, oh. I was like, I did such a good job. And everyone's like, yeah, you you did a good job. But like, no one even knew what that song was. And I was like, oh man, it's such a bummer. Sucks. Like, I've only listened to like a couple of your Christmas stuff. Like, I remember when you first did Christmas stuff. That's when I enjoyed it. I did enjoy your sure. first batch of Christmas songs when you guys did it. But the <laughs> second time, I don't think I did like them. Sure. I'll okay. And then I'll say this and then I'll be done with the question, I guess. But any i for some reason always get stuck with the housley covers and the paramore covers and i butcher them every really? time i don't want anyone to disagree with me i think i do do a pretty i don't do a very good job on the paramore or the housley ones so those are the ones that i personally dislike 
I guess if you're not going rocking out with the drums, right? With those covers, right? Well, I think I just don't. I don't know. I, I yeah. You know what? It's there's there. That's a whole. That's like a multi-tiered. That's like a. It's like a PowerPoint presentation of like oh, why no. I don't like. Uh, of why I don't like the covers, but. Yeah. But yeah, that's it's it's all my it's I think it's my own I'm my owner's critic on that one. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Do you think you'll do another instrument in the band? Like for instance, Matt does like maybe drums at one point or you do guitar at one point. I'd love to. They always say this and I feel I feel awkward saying this, but they always say that they don't want to do it because I kind of can play like, you know, their instruments or whatever. So the comedic effect would be worn out a little like that's that's their their basis for that is we don't want to do it because you know it'd be funny if we all were struggling and doing really bad and stuff but if we're not all struggling and doing really bad then it just looks like there's one good person and so i would love to it would be cool honestly it's a different dynamic and it would be cool just to see you with a guitar or even a bass or something right i'm playing guitar in next week's video okay You'll see who's on drums. We have a very, very special guest. We'll see. I think yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be cool. Yeah. But cool. now with the podcast in general, what do you think about the music industry as a whole right now? Like with labels, streaming, everything right now. Um, I don't know. Um, we kind of are getting back into a resurgence of like music being like a little bit more politically charged. I have to say though, as far as labels are concerned, our label is nothing but just so, so kind to us that I I know the horror stories. As far as the label is concerned, you absolutely do not need one for a lot of things. Mm -hmm. First to 11 as a cover channel probably will never need one. And that is a good, that's a good thing. I, I don't know. I just, I don't really have a whole lot of bad things to say about much of it because I have been very blessed like all all of our masters we own and everything when people complain about spotify spotify has treated us very well and frankly is the reason i can put gas in my car today um so my thoughts on the industry are i don't know i mean if if you're if you know if you know what you're doing so to speak you should kind of be grateful for the opportunities but um but I don't know. So what are what are your thoughts? What like you for me, what I've heard, and this is pretty much what most people hear, is just horror stories about like labels and everything. Like they're not paying out their artists, right? They're getting not like the right time to work on an album and everything. So that's the only thing like I've heard a lot of horror stories. And also a lot of bands have basically broken up because of debt and everything because they have to give it to label. So like a lot of these bands like thousand foot crunch and other bands have gone independent so that's why i'm like what is with sure. these bands going independent but also you guys you're in a label so i'm like why haven't you guys like gone independent right yeah so um yeah i i understand and i i want anybody i suppose who is perhaps a musician who's been subject to some pretty or pretty horrific things um you know i definitely don't dismiss those or neglect them like they they do happen and there is a chance I'm, I'm willing to wait that, that it probably happens more often than it does not happen, which is really sad. But I will just say from personal experience um, with my very limited experience with the record label um, that it has been nothing but pleasant. But also I should say I didn't really, I wasn't, um, I, mean, I, I mean, I didn't go in with the expectation of like, my label has to do this for me. My label has to do that for me. 
I my job right now is to be in first eleven to do covers, and we we do this record label stuff and original music um, when we're not completely swamped with cover stuff. So if that was my only source of income right now, I'd probably be a pretty. I'd have a different story about this, but because I think I maybe just diverse like I didn't put all my eggs in one basket with this. Um, I I I I fortunately I should be saying really have only only good things to say about it that's but interesting i've not like yeah yeah that's interesting like you're the first person i've talked to like all the people i've talked to so far have like just bad things to say about labels like people should go independent and everything but you're a person that's like this is good honestly like you going in an aspect of like you could have a good label yeah 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 i i don't know for me it's like it's expanding um expanding our family and also it's an opportunity for me to put out original music I mean I'm yeah I'm working with people that I didn't really think I'd get to be working with before and I know this is extremely controversial and I don't mean for it to be but um you know I'm not really defining success by how much like money I have Mm -hmm. in like my bank account right now so I don't know it's maybe that's that's the shift that happens but I'm also again I'm not oblivious to some people they like our label sometimes does call us and they're like, do you guys need anything? Like, are you okay? Like, we'll pay for your, your Airbnb while you're in LA. And we're like, no, nah, we're, we're good. Like we're very fortunate. Like we've worked, we've worked hard with these covers. Like we can pay for our Airbnb, you know, we'll be okay. Um, but again, that's, that's not usually the story. So I think that my, my narrative on this is a little bit skewed, but I personally just have nothing to complain about right now. Yeah. That's really good. Wait, which label are you guys with now? So we're on what's called Velocity Records, which mm-hmm. is a, a, sub, a subsidiary of uh, Equal Vision Records. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I remember you guys were with Studio Seventy One, I think, back when. Yep. I don't know if that was the different. Mm-hmm. They changed their names or anything, but I remember that. Back yeah, then. Studio Seventy One. They do like the more of like the uh, YouTube monetization side. So, okay. Yeah, okay. but yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Like I've had what is it? There's a person. I forget who it was, but yeah, like with the cover scene and everything, it's very interesting just to see like with cover channels and like labels and everything, like it's very weird on like this kind of side of internet. Not most people know about right? Mm, yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I don't know. To be, so I'm, I'm not, I guess, particularly like, fascinated with like the the business side mm-hmm. which you, you have to be i mean let's yeah. just be honest, you have to be i uh i luckily am in a band of people who all are extremely interested in that stuff so yeah. they kind of can take the reins on it and you know what again maybe they would have a much better uh a much more fruitful kind of answer uh um for this but again i suppose it's just because I did not go into music with the ex- no one <laughs> how dangerous is it to go into the expectation of like, I'm just going to be a musician for a living. That's, that's a pretty, it's a tall order. Yeah, that is a bad order. Like, yeah, so, I don't know. So, okay. I mean, does that at all intertwine with, like, the podcast radio industry of, like, trying to make money being a content creator? Well, I guess, in a sense, like, with podcasts and, like, radio and everything, like, you're a person, a personality on, like, the scene and everything. Like, of course, most of this kind of, like, podcast world is not, like, job wise right you're on your own right you're independent but as for like radio there's a lot of like unions that we have and a lot of like higher ups right 
mm -hmm. are like checking up on us and making sure that we do what we're supposed to do right yeah yeah but it's interesting world i would say but yeah 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 certainly is yeah, yeah. very very turbulent very turbulent indeed promote a small artist you've been getting into like in maybe eerie or something fantastic question that's a great question so I need to make sure that this band is still like releasing stuff. I heard that there is, may I, I, you know, maybe, I think they're still together. Hold on. I, I'm going to be so embarrassed if they're not though. And I was under the impression they were. There's a band in Erie called The Standby. S-T-A-N-D-B-Y. Okay. Would absolutely recommend them. Um, they, they're, they're awesome. I mean, they sound like, it says the recommended would be like Rarity, Glass Tides. I think they kind of sound like brand new personally. Mm. Um, fantastic they're like an alt-rock band would totally recommend them um and the more underrated artists here i'm i'm going through and trying to search one but while i do that uh oh wait a minute i think i definitely do know one hold on is this it yes um a band called love lag l-o-v-e-l-a-g love lag is another smaller one that i really like to promote. and then the last one uh and again, i want to make sure i get this right the last one that I want to promote is um, someone that um, we teach at the rock school. He goes by the name Second Hand Kid. Second Hand Kid. He's a lo-fi artist, Ooh. but that's a great, that's, I'm so happy to ask that question. Really, that's awesome. Yeah, those are three people that I'd love to promote. Well, you got to promote small artists and small artists need to have like some kind of like traction, right? And maybe like, honestly, my podcast is a lot like local scene. So a lot of people like listen to me from Winnipeg and everything. So they're very much local based and everything. So there's a lot of bands yeah. that check me out and everything. And I'm a concert photographer. So they're like, okay, well, let's see, let's support these guys locally and everything. So local base yeah. is the future. Well, not future, but like, it's really a diehard scene. Right. And yeah. I, I don't know if you've seen these guys live. Right. So I have, you know, what, one of them, I see. Yeah, I've seen one of those artists live. Um, one of them I don't think actually does live performances, and then the other one was it was all because of you know COVID. There's no, but um, but yeah, I mean live. Show, so the live on uh, Erie is a bit of a um, cover band scene. I'm sure okay. we are roof in the pudding, but yeah. Uh, so to promote bands in Erie sometimes because of their live show is a little bit more difficult but yeah. uh but just from recorded stuff i mean we've played like shows with a lot of people from here so yeah that's cool that's, do you have any recommend you have to you have to like text me some recommendations oh, yeah. well i could tell you one right now i'll say alone i walk they're a lot like a pop punk and alone I walk. emo pop kind of route alone i walk a l o n e i w a l k yeah got it got it yeah cool. they're a great band i love those guys to death they're a great duo and i just love hearing them when i'm live and everything i just yeah i'm adding them right now very cool for sure dude awesome. and if you want rock bass i'll say northern royals no oh yeah 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 yeah. not here northern royals. yeah and that band i got to shoot for and i got what is it my picture in their cd case very cool yeah it was cool man I'm that's awesome that's that's great yeah sweet I I actually have I already have a lot of music recommendations I'll I'll have to send you an email I'll send you like a playlist because uh I think we probably have a lot of overlapping oh, yeah. taste I'll send you a playlist too perfect sounds perfect. great but Sam 
that's basically it. Shout yourself out. What do you want the people to know about you? <laughs> what do I want the people to know about me? That's so funny. Um, well, I want people to know that we have an original video dropping on March 18th, which by this point, maybe it's already passed. Who knows? But uh, if it hasn't, keep your eyes out. And if it hasn't, go watch it if you haven't. It's under the first 211 YouTube channel. So perhaps it'll be linked, but for not, it'll be uh, first, F-I-R-S-T, 211, E-L-E-V-E-N. Everything spelled out. Um, this will be under a new, a new pseudonym that you guys will not know yet, but it is a great song. It's a great video and it's a lot of familiar faces. So everyone go check it out.